You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Inspiring women, bold vision, and powerful insights to help you use speaking to build a thriving business. This is Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. Now, for today's show. And welcome to another episode of Speaker Success Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, according to MediaKicks.com, Facebook Live videos are watched four times longer than regular videos. And Livestream.com confirmed that 81% of internet audiences viewed more live content in 2016 than they did in 2015. Now, are you leveraging live streaming or for that matter, are you building your online speaker presence by leveraging many of the social media platforms we now have at our fingertips? Now, if you find social media a little overwhelming, you are going to love the information today's guest is going to share. In fact, thought leaders and innovative businesses go to her when they are in need of social media wisdom, strategy and amplification. Joining me on today's show is Laura Rubenstein. Laura is the founder of Social Buzz Club, the gamified content sharing platform and influencer network. She stepped into the world of marketing well over 20 years ago and she has helped more than 1,000 brands optimize their social media marketing with cutting edge strategies. As a certified hypnotherapist, she uses both her insight about human motivations and branding to craft messages that magnetize markets. And her profit generating strategies, her services and popular blog at transformtoday.com make her a highly sought after speaker and consultant. Now on today's show, Laura's going to share social media do's and don'ts to make sure your social media presence is speaker ready. She'll also be talking about ways to find speaking opportunities, as well as how to get speaking requests to come to you and so much more. Welcome to the show, Laura. Hi, thanks for having me, Amory. This is such a great topic. And I know with all the changes and all the advancements, uh, social media technologies and platforms, it can become very overwhelming for businesses who want to really leverage speaking to grow their business. So it's great to be able to spend some time with you today. So talk a little bit about social media do's and don'ts. And reason being is that often we are taught what we should be doing, but not often what we shouldn't be doing. And we can quite often be creating a presence that it's not really brand worthy and certainly not speaker ready. Yes. Yes, absolutely. We definitely want those listening, want to make their presence online speaker ready. Definitely go to your social media and we want to talk about how are you presenting yourself on your profiles. Sites like LinkedIn and LinkedIn in particular is a way to showcase yourself. So you want to make sure you're not exaggerating. And at the same time, you want to showcase your expertise. So you want to ensure that you have, you're speaking from the point of view of serving and what's in it for them. Mm -hmm. A lot of marketers talk about the WIIFM. And what that means is when someone's reading your profile, for example, on LinkedIn, even in Facebook on your about page, uh, your personal or your brand business page, uh, you have the opportunity to capture them. What they're reading for and what they're really going to resonate with is what's in it for them. Yes. Not 
why am I hot stuff? <laughs> you know. Do you find that a lot of online profiles really do come from a position of I'm this and I've won that many awards and I've spoken here? It really does come across too much focused on me, 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 me. It yeah. is, and it's no fault of the people. No. You know, most people think about um, LinkedIn, and for example, as a resume site. Yeah. You, that people are not used to thinking as a marketer, nor are they used to thinking as their market. And I like to say how you think is not how your market thinks. Mm -hmm. You're the expert. Yes, you want to showcase your expertise, but I also have another saying that's they can't hear you if you're not listening. Yeah. So if you don't really deeply and completely get who they are, and not only that, can articulate that you get who they are in such a way, they won't even be interested. Mm -hmm. And then there's the exaggeration um, factor that people want to say, I can get you, you know, they go for the greed. I can, you you want to make all this money, you know, you've got to hire me or something mm. like that. Let's talk about the what's in it for me, because I think mm-hmm. that sometimes we can assume that this is presenting the information in a way that an event organizer or, or someone that's a decision maker who, who's going to speak is is viewing the, the content, but often it, it's not. What are some of the things that you've seen done really well or you've supported your clients in really reshaping, recrafting the information? on their profile that really does provide it in a what's in it for me. As an example, we had a speaker who loved talking about women and leadership. What would be some of the things that she could do to really position her content, her profile as a what's in it for them? Well, more than thinking about what she speaks about, think about what are the event planners that she, the events she wants to speak at Mm -hmm. wanting. So who are the event planners who want speakers on women in leadership. Yeah. Okay. Are they women's conferences? Are they corporate level conferences? First, you must know who's going to, who you want to attract. Don't worry about everybody. Think about who you want. And then if you were in the room with that person and they were interviewing you or you had an opportunity to have five minutes with them, what would you make sure you let them know? And again, it shouldn't be the me, me, me. I'm the best thing since light spread. It should be, what am I going to do for you? And your audience, what is their pain point? What are they struggling with that you can make them look really good as an event planner? Mm -hmm. Do they need to attract more audience? Do they have to engage the audience? Do they have to get rave reviews from the talks? Are they looking for high content because they've got criticized in the past that all they had was fluff? So you want to make sure that if you know, and, and a great way to do this, by the way, is interview a few event planners. It's kind of a stealth marketing tool as well. You can go to some event planners that you'd really like to speak at their events and say, hey, I know you're booked for your event this year, but I'm trying to get to understand what event planners really want. And I'm doing some research so I can bring out the best programs for, you know, organizations like yourself. Could I ask you a couple of pointed questions? And you can either do it over email, you could do it via survey, or you can call them up and see if you can reach them. You can also reach out on LinkedIn and see if they'd be willing to have a five-minute conversation with you and ask them, what's the thing you worry about most when bringing on a speaker? I love that. You really do get the insights, don't you, on some of the issues that they're dealing with. And if you can then really, through the content that you're sharing on your profile and other information, uh, really confirm that this is either what you do or don't do, then that really has your foot in the door. That's something that you really do stand out. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You definitely want to know that. And you want to put that in your about section. If you're serious about being hired as a speaker, what do audiences and organizations gain Mm -hmm. by um, having you at their company, you know, a speaker at their organization? And you put that right into the about section. You know, as a speaker, I bring blah, blah, blah Mm -hmm. to help you do this. Or have you ever wanted to see your events filled with standing ovations have you want and only if it is true right yes do you want high content do you want somebody who can engage an audience really well right after lunch you know and not put them to sleep so i'm making up a few things that event planners might have concerns about you want to make their job easy you can even say that i make your job easy by being on time by being prepared i you know have this much experience and have worked in this larger audience and you're doing it because you're not saying because I'm great. You're saying this because I will make your life easier. Valuable content. And I think also to showing the fact that you have, maybe you're not going to disclose that you've researched, but I think as a speaker, if you demonstrate that you really do care about the event that's being put on and ultimately the value that you offer, and you've done that research, it's you going that extra step, isn't it? Going that extra mm-hmm. mile to make sure that the experience for all parties concerned is going to, to, to be the, the best. Talking about the about, we know that really important. Something that I thought too, you know, talking about how to present information, I think third party validation is also really good and often not really leveraged. Speak a little bit about recommendations and on LinkedIn and, and testimonials. It's a great way for them to, to bring information across that you know other event organizers are going to be looking for, yes? Yes, it's huge. Um, LinkedIn has this wonderful feature. Facebook has reviews feature as well. Um, but you definitely want to get great LinkedIn recommendations. In fact, if you go to my website, transformtoday.com, and you search for best LinkedIn recommendations, I have a fabulous article that teaches you exactly how to get great recommendations. Because if you just put it out there to somebody you spoke with or you know, to an organization, hey, would you mind in, you know, recommending me? You might get a nice recommendation that mm-hmm. says, oh, she's a delightful speaker and we loved her and we hope to have her back. But wouldn't it be better if it was a recommendation like audience members were talking about it for days. We found a whole shift in the organization because of blah, blah, blah. And here's the actual shift that happened if you're that kind of a speaker or, you know, she was the highlight of the conference and here's why. You want a specific results-oriented recommendation. And I give you the formula in that blog post, how to do that. But it's critical. You should have it on your website. You should have, you know, testimonials and and recommendations on your website, on your about pages, in the review sec- area, in the recommendation area. And if, by any chance, you can get a video testimonial even better mm. because i know when we're approaching well in an event coordinator um, we can often be a little bit apprehensive so this template i think is going to be extremely valuable and it also helps them provide the right information they often want to do the best to give the best testimonial but they're not often sure how to do that so supporting them and being able to give you the right content is certainly going to be valuable so laura we've spoken about a little bit about the about section on linkedin which i think it, we've demonstrated it's just so very important don't focus it on me, 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 but rather the value you offer and how you can really continue to to create an experience and deliver the content that 
the event coordinators know their audience is going to want to learn, learn, learn more about. You've talked about recommendations. What about situations with experience? Would you then list some of the places that you've spoken or are there other sections on, say, LinkedIn that you really can, can provide a little bit more feedback about where you've spoken? Well, you certainly can put an experience section in, uh, you know, like a job that says speaker and you can mm. list where you've spoken in there. I also recommend a, recommend you use video. You opened up the show today with a great statistic about how live video is very engaging yes. and, and video in general, all platforms now have a live streaming. <laughs> basically. Now, that means you can easily record video. You can upload video just as easily, too. And in that particular job role as speaker, you can put in a video that demonstrates it. You can put it on your website as well. You can put it on your Facebook. You can put it on Twitter. You can put it everywhere. And I highly recommend you do very strategically put your videos of demonstrating your speaking experience on there, along with a list of organizations you have spoken with, um, especially if there are some really key ones in there, highlight those mm. as well. Of course, you've got to do that. You you know, it helps your credibility. Yes. Something that you also mentioned about, you know, at the beginning of the show was that review your online presence, your online bios. And so often we may have different changes. We, we have evolution in our business. We might change our focus. It's so very important to make sure that our platforms across various social media, um, you know, platforms are similar and that we have updated them because quite often we can forget to do that, can't we? Yeah, and your website. Don't yeah. forget your website. You definitely should have a speaking tab on your website with, a, with the description uh, of the topics you talk about uh, as well as a downloadable speaker one sheet. These things are all proving like you're ready and available, know what you're doing, you're organized um, and a very proactive for speakers yeah. uh, for people's hiring speakers mm -hmm. fantastic now just getting back to the the live streaming we've heard with the statistics that it really is a great way and people are watching far more content if, if it's live streamed what are some of the things that we need to be aware of because whilst it may be very easy to just pick up our smartphone and shoot a live video we really do want to maintain that presence don't we particularly if we are positioning ourselves to key decision makers and for event coordinators what are some maybe some do's and don'ts around video well i don't think it can hurt you if you're authentic mm. do you have to be perfectly polished every time you go on live stream no i think people get that if they get the essence of your personality they, they see you're willing to be out there they see you're getting views and you're popular that's great would I do it at a party and, you know, where you're kind of being out of your norm or whatever and it's not really who you are as a brand? Yes. Then no. Do you, but you don't have to be perfect. The, the day of perfect polished video is long gone. Thank for speakers, <laughs> Yes, exactly. Thank goodness. And for a speaker sizzle reel, yeah, you might want a really nice one or two or three or series of of pre-made but live streaming is authentic and it's in the moment and it they get to see who you are mm. you could even go on hey i want to make this live stream i don't know who's going to join me but i'm a speaker and in case there's any event planners out there i wanted to let you know something it could be anything like what we talked about earlier i just got off the phone with an event planner and what i learned was how challenging it can be to keep people in the room after lunch and I have a solution. I have a tip for you. I have a this. I have a that. Or you could go on and, and give tips 
in your field of expertise to your regular audience and then let a event planner know, hey, by the way, I just did this video, thought you would find it helpful given that you have a conference coming up on, you know, travel in um, in Africa and mm-hmm. then maybe you're a travel speaker, you yeah. know, so. Brilliant. And thank you so much on behalf of everyone that's listening to the show for giving us permission to not have to be perfect. And before we did the interview, you said to me, I'll just disclose, you said, is this video? And I said, no, it's just audio. One of the reasons is I say to people, I love audio podcasting because you never have a bad hair day. But one of the things that you mentioned about just be authentic, I recently did a Facebook live and then I popped it across to my blog and I was actually found by someone um, who then hired me to, to speak. And I remember thinking when she said, I've been to your website, I thought oh, that live my hair was sitting all you know not as not how I would have wanted it put it that way but you're right the authenticity you know your characteristics your mannerisms when you really want to bring that value comes through and that can just speak volumes can't it to a potential event coordinator absolutely and, and here's the brilliance in what you did Amory it's that you were there you're yeah. you're showing up and you're putting new content and you're creating a dynamic presence. People want to know that you've been there. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see a ghost town when they go to your social media. Yes. It's okay? so important. So, yeah. You know, the fact that you're vibrant, you're alive, you're you're being creative, you're putting out valuable content, you're doing your thing and helping people, they want more of that. Yeah. That's who they want. And we can often be our worst critic, can't we? And people just wouldn't notice it. So it's like, ladies, we need to get over ourselves and just get this brilliant content out there so that we can really bring and and make an an impact to the world with our message. Laura, that's been so valuable, sharing all of those things. If we started to do that regularly, consistently, I mean, my goodness, our profiles would just explode globally. Let's talk about some of the ways to find speaking opportunities, because I know this can be often a challenge as well for people. Yeah, especially if you're a newer speaker, it's like, where do you start? Mm -hmm. Well... Um, and even if you're a seasoned speaker, there are groups on Facebook that you can join that have opportunities that people regularly post for being on podcasts, for being on virtual summits, for being local. They yeah. can be local events, networking events. You can join these groups on Facebook and LinkedIn in particular. Um, make sure you have your profile optimized as we talked about because you'll be found by others. Now, new speakers might go and look up on social media local groups, those local networking groups. It could be, and it could also be a great place to cut your teeth is Rotary. Mm. You can't really pitch to Rotary, which is great because you don't want to. You want to practice your speaking. You want to get your confidence and you never know who you're going to meet, what kind of influencer is going to be there who can introduce you to somebody outside of their Rotary group. So Rotaries, there's Toastmasters if you need to buff up your skills and you might be able to get mentored by other people who are actually out there professionally speaking and of course we are women speakers association doing that we give get people opportunities we help make them visible we um we show them how to find more speaking engagements there are so many ways i also like if you're a local if you're looking to speak locally and there's a meetup.com presence with various meetups in your area the ones that are relevant to your field of expertise whether it's health and wellness uh, meetups or business meetups, you might be able to speak, uh, contact the organizer and let them know, hey, I'd love to present this topic to your group. There are so many ways to find organizations that want speakers 
Absolutely. And I think if we follow the process and the steps that you shared earlier about really understanding our audience, what they're struggling with, the value that they're looking, what they're looking for is, is in support. And we provide then when we reach out, we can share that, look, this is really an area that I'm passionate about speaking about. And this is what I can can offer that in itself. We Yes. When can you come? We've got a meeting next month or, or whatever it is. They're always looking for, for great speakers, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So bottom line, stock people, event planners on social media. And I don't mean that in a weird way. Mm. I mean that in a professional networking way. Reach out to people who are heads of organizations and are event planners and say, if you're ever looking for a speaker, you know, I'm available. And that's usually not the first thing you're going to say. But first thing you want to do is the first rule of networking, which is give first. Yeah. So when you connect to somebody, you always say, hey, you know, I thought this might be valuable. So bringing me back to the beginning when I was saying, hey, you could record a live stream with some valuable tips. Think about what would be valuable for those event planners for you to share with them and then record a video for them. Like think about one in particular and record a video and then you can send that link to them. I was thinking about you, thought you might enjoy this. Find It doesn't even have to be a, a video with you in it to start building that relationship. But that's really how you have to do it is start building relationships. It's called outreach. And you use that first rule of networking to give first and continually give until it makes sense to say, if you ever need someone, especially if you've given and given and they say, thank you, how can I support you? Mm. Then you can say, well, if you ever have a need for a a speaker know that I'm your gal or, or guy. And you know, when when we we are um, experts or building our reputation as thought leaders, specialists in certain areas, no doubt, as we've said, is so important to create articles, to fa- do Facebook lives. So if we are observing and monitoring the, the Twitter feeds, the conversations going on LinkedIn and various social media platforms, if someone asks a question or wants to know a little bit more information, you can always um, participate in that conversation by that giving aspect which is so very important and say look this, this is an article or here's a resource that I think you could find really valuable and share that openly and, and that is going to a provide incredible value but also show that you're someone who speaks around that topic and that really could open the door for further conversations down the track can't it mm-hmm. and you yeah. can do articles that talk about things that happened at speaking engagements yeah I was doing the speaking engagement and this happened and here's how we handled it or I was asked to do this at the last minute and I was happy to do so moral of the story is be prepared blah 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 you know and then you're proving yourself I'm a prepared speaker right (laughs) absolutely and you know what I have found and would love um, to get your feedback on this too even on LinkedIn I've shared a number of behind the scenes again strategically people love the behind the scenes so you speaking or or being introduced or whatever it is and it's incredible the amount of engagement and participation and comments that that generates through the community that you're building yes it's that authenticity piece that you referred to earlier and that gave me an idea why not if you're really well prepared for a certain uh, gig you know before you get to it say hey I'm really excited. I'm somewhat nervous. I'm on my way to the speaking engagement. It's for this group and um, they're really awesome people and they're experts in this. And so you're now you're showcasing that brand, whoever mm. that organization you're speaking to. And, and they put on this amazing uh, summit and I'm excited to speak to them and I'll let you know how it goes, but wish me luck. And yeah. here's what I'm excited to talk to them about. And I sure hope it goes 
great little behind the scenes for you. I'm here. I just got dressed. It's about an hour before, blah, blah, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, just thought I'd share my process with you in case it helps anyone. I'm, I'm using it to calm my nerves right now or whatever's authentic. Yes. It's okay to cop to your nervous. That means you're really committed to doing a great job. So anybody who is worried about being worried <laughs> or nervous <laughs> should take a deep breath. Know that that's a good thing. That vulnerability, it, it really does lend, it just works so well, doesn't it? Because I think the community that's following you and that you're building, we resonate with that. We get it. We understand it. So we're there wanting to support. And it, it's such a, a great way. I know for me sometimes, you know, when I am going to speak, my my head is just focused you know, on, you know, calming the nerves, what I'm gonna, you know, all of that. I think what would be really helpful for me as you're sharing this, Laura, is just to have a little bit of a list, just to remind me, do this, do this, do this, do this, just as some ideas so that I am prompted. Or maybe if you've got an assistant or someone that can come with you that can take some of those shots because otherwise we can often just be so much in the moment that we think oh I should have done this and this later but obviously the opportunity has gone H have you got something like that or you'll be so seasoned you'd know to to do those anyway wouldn't you yeah I love the idea of putting together a list why not yeah. if you can work it in. it's not for everyone I'm not saying everyone can do it we're more brainstorming here Anne-Marie oh, yeah. and you'll find and those listening will find that the right mix will come out for you. Do yeah. what resonates. Please don't do anything out of feeling pressured to do it. No, um, absolutely. That will come across wrong. And I hope people are inspired and uplifted to do just a little bit more, optimize their presence a little more, outreach a little more, do a little more video in whatever way feels awesome yeah. to them. And if they need help, I'm I'm happy to help reach out to me on LinkedIn or wherever you want. Oh, yeah. And we'll certainly share um, how people can get in contact. And I know that you've got a special uh, gift to give everyone too. We'll share it in a moment. One of the things that many speakers um, really aspire to is getting to that stage where they get inquiries and requests coming to them. What are some of the top tips that you want to share today and how to get speaking requests to come to you? Awesome. This is my favorite thing to have happen. And I'm sure it's everybody's favorite thing when somebody in, lands in your inbox and says, I'd like you to come speak to mm -hmm. our group. And you're like, hmm, now I get to say yes or no, right? <laughs> so, and it all starts with the the do's and don'ts we start, started with. It's like, make sure your, your um, presence is optimized because LinkedIn makes it really helps with the LinkedIn search mm. and make sure you're connecting with as many event planners and or leaders in the organizations that have events that you want to attend and also the audiences of the events. Like, because if you don't have a premium account in particular on LinkedIn, you need more contacts mm -hmm. because you'll, you'll show up more. And I will cop to this. I do not have a premium account. That may change in the future, but right now I don't. And I never have, actually, up until whenever yeah. people are listening to this, most likely. But what I've really focused in on is making connections strategically with people in the industry. Yeah. Okay, Why? In the same industry. Because when other people are searching, if I'm connected to that person that they're connected to, there's a higher chance that I'll show up in the search, too. And just happened to me yesterday. Somebody sent me, I think it was a, an email actually, but they found me on LinkedIn and they said, are you available Thursday? That's the day after, that's tomorrow wow. for to do a speaking engagement mm -hmm. for us. And I looked at their website and it's a really cool organization. I looked at my calendar 
And if I just reorganized one thing, I could do it. Wow. Because it's local here. Mm -hmm. And it's with top leaders in San Diego, which is where I'm at. And she found me because why? I'm connected to the right people. This person is not from my area, but she must have searched for, you know, social media speaker San Diego. And guess what? My profile has all those words in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so LinkedIn, you know served up me because I've been connecting with the right people and that's what you want to do. I optimize the the profile. Your headlines should include the word speaker in there. If you're ready to get speaking engagers, if that's where you're going and um, you want a strong summary and you want some skills in there as speaker and your keywords that people want speakers for. And then do some research and Make sure you're just, you're staying engaged. Everything that we've talked about today so far is going to help people come to you. It's kind of like the sow and reap principle. Mm -hmm. You're going to sow in one area and you're going to reap in another. So give, 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 be excited to give, not because you're going to get, but it will come back to you. People will want to interview you because you're interesting, because you put out consistent content, because you have value, because you're making a difference in people's lives and businesses. Amazing. Laura, thank you so much. You have provided so many incredible insights. If we implement, you know, just half of what you've shared today, I know that we will start to get speaking requests coming into us. Now, of course, we'll put your details um, on how to connect on LinkedIn. You've spoken about your profile and how it secured you an opportunity to to speak. Um, People will want to check out what's Laura's profile. So we'll certainly put that. But let me just share this on on the podcast, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Laura Rubenstein and Laura tell us just briefly about the services that you that you offer so that if someone is challenged and wants additional support they can reach out and then of course the uh, the free gift the link on how people can access that too. Sure. Well, I'm a digital media marketing and branding strategist. I offer everything from digital media marketing agency services, which means done for you, social media for larger brands, and I do strategic done with you consulting for smaller brands and speakers or who are independent. So I love helping people optimize their profile and with a message you know, that Mm. resonates with their audience, with the W-I-I-F-M. I I like to say, find the crave and get the rave. Yeah, I love it. If you find what those event planners are craving, they will be knocking at your door left and right. I mean, the story I gave you today is just one. It happens at least once a week to me that people are asking me to be on a podcast, to show up and and on a virtual conference and or Um, in person. So it's possible, it's doable, and it's not by accident. It's from being consistent. Great. And also the link to the free gift is? Okay. So the gift is find the crave, how to magnetize, you know, create magnetizing messages or messages that magnetize your audience. And it's at transformtoday.com slash crave book. That's C-R-A-V-E-B-O-O-K. So transformtoday.com slash crave book and you'll get my formula and how to create those magnetizing messages and I look forward to being in touch with people and watching people's messages evolve. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So again, thank you so much for coming on the show, Laura. You've certainly shared incredible insights that I know is going to help our speakers build a thriving business through speaking. Thank you once again. 
You're welcome. Thank you. And remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave your comment and the biggest aha. I know you've taken many away today. And what's one action that you're going to take to help you build a thriving business through speaking? Let us know so that we can support you along the way. You've been listening to Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. If you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free Speaker Success Plan at SpeakerSuccessGift.com.